Welcome to the next episode of the Brio in the Box podcast. Today we are featuring our grass-fed collagen. Um, collagen is a supplement you can add to like your coffee in the morning, all sorts of things. It has no flavor. It dissolves like with no taste whatsoever. Um, I came across a paper recently showing that in a randomized double-blind placebo-controlled trial supplementing with low molecular weight collagen had a significant increase on skin hydration, elasticity, and wrinkles. So at six and 12 weeks, there was a significant difference in the group that was receiving the collagen versus the placebo. So uh, no shame in your game to say you want to age well. <laughs> Lots of other benefits in terms of your connective tissue and your bone health for collagen. But uh, hey, yeah. who doesn't want to avoid a few wrinkles? That's so. like what eye cream and stuff is, right? It's mostly Yeah, a lot of it, stuff. collagen, retinol. So just get it from the inside. Yeah, put it in the inside. Just eat it. There you go. Yeah. So today we're going to talk all about the open. It the is open. that time of year. So let's start with what is the open? The open is the first step to qualifying for the CrossFit Games if you're at that level. But for most of us, it's just an opportunity to kind of put yourself out there and test your fitness and see how you you know, stack up relative to everybody else in the world or just do it for fun and community event and you know, just do some workouts together. Do you remember what year it was that the Open started? Do you know? Was it 2009? 2011. Oh, 2011 was the first year that they needed um, sort of a global uh, yeah. net to start to filter out the number of people that would get to, um, they used to have sectionals. And then right. the first couple of years, the CrossFit Games was just open to anybody yeah. that wanted to show up. And then um, then they had a, a sectional qualifier that you could just show up to in person. Yeah. And then it was 2011 that they went, okay, we're going to start with a level um, that happens in your own gym. Yeah. So, I missed my year. I could have... I could have qualified if it was just anybody can show up. <laughs> no. 2007 would have been your year. <laughs> anybody could have shown up. I always joke that like we're 2008 CrossFit Games fit. Yeah, that's my goal. One day I would like to be fit enough to compete at the 2008 CrossFit Games. <laughs> uh, so kind of like every, well, maybe not every single year, but um, every year is a little bit different in yeah. the way that they've changed things and updated and tried to tinker with finding exactly like what's the right way to start the CrossFit Games season. Yeah. Um, so since 2011, it starts in your own gym, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, they call it the open because it's open to anybody. Yeah. If you have 20 bucks, you can throw your hat in the ring and play along with the yeah. first stage of the CrossFit Games. Yeah. And for a lot of people, it's it, like, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter if you're 200,000th place or 50,000th place. It's like, whatever. It's just, it's just a way to kind of like, Put yourself out there and, and get out of your comfort zone and, and just, you know, try something new. Yeah. And participate in not only just your gym's community, but sort of like the global CrossFit community. Yeah. It's kind of like this thing that's happening um, in February and March, usually every year except for one. Yeah. <laughs> um, around that time. And it's just, it's kind of this thing that brings us all together. So you put yourself out there, um, test your fitness, and then just kind of like the fun of seeing where you stack up. For most of us, after the open is where yeah, the journey ends. That's it. So last year and this year, uh, the open is three weeks long. Yeah, which is so much better. Previously, it was five. Yeah. The first year was six. And oh, there yeah. was technical difficulties that actually made it seven weeks. It took forever. Yeah. Um, last year, they cut it down to three weeks, which was wildly popular. The athletes liked it. The affiliate owners much preferred three weeks. So yeah. that's what we're in for this year. The registration for the open this year is available January 13th on games.crossfit.com. Yeah, although most people sign up the day that they do their first workout. 20 seconds before or after, or after. <laughs> you finish your first workout. Um, 
the first workout will come out February 24th. And then it'll be those three uh, weekends, basically. The workout comes out Thursday night. Yeah. And you have until Monday night to do the workout and submit your score. Right. So CrossFit releases what the workout is. They release all the standards. And then it's up to us in our affiliate to do the judging. Yeah. So every workout has to be um, observed and counted by someone else. Yeah. So everyone that participates in the open, the way we do it, we have people judge for each other. So when you register for the open and you show up on, we're going to do it on Fridays, you will play the role of both the athlete at one point and also the judge. And it's kind of cool because like at the games, you have a judge there, but they're all business, right? They're like, they're not allowed to cheer for you. They're not allowed to have any fun. It's got to be just like all business. And they're basically counting your reps and making sure your range of motion is good. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, it's like, there's way more cheering. There's way more like pushing each other and... And people tend to do things they've never done before in the open just because they have to. They have no choice but to, like, try pull-ups or try whatever barbell lift they have to do. It's it's cool. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's definitely way less serious than the CrossFit Games. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about who should do the open. Anybody, really. Like, yeah. they, they recently changed it where there's three divisions. There was only one for the longest time. And then it switched to two, and now there's a third division as well because they really want it to be accessible to anybody. So the entry level um, is very basic. And I I remember them talking about how they they designed it to be that if it was your first two weeks in CrossFit, you could still participate in the Open and do that scaled version. Um, And then there's the Open division, which is basically people that are pretty comfortable with CrossFit. They've been doing it for a while, but they're not quite at a high level with all of their movements. You maybe don't have muscle-ups or handstand push-ups yet. Um, that's where most people end up doing it. And then the the top level is the RX, where they're going to throw everything at you. Muscle-ups, handstand push-ups, heavy weights, everything. So one question people often have is, do you have to register for one of those divisions when you sign up and you do not? So just to be clear... Yeah. CrossFit releases a workout every week and there are options. So there's last year they brought in this foundations option, which is like very much the beginner version. Um, And then there's the scaled version and then there's the RX version. So maybe one week you can do the RX version and then the next week it's a weight or a movement you can't do and you do the scaled version. And then the following week you do the foundations version. So when you register, you don't pick your division each week. You pick which version of the workout you're going to do. There is also... Um, a ton of different age groups starting at 35 is when the first master's category kicks in. It goes 35, 40, 45, 50, all the way up to they have a new 65 plus division as of last year. Um, there's teenage divisions. There's two, 14, 15, and then 16, 17 for the kids. So the minimum age is 14. You have to turn 14 before the CrossFit Games in August. Yeah. There are adaptive divisions now. That was new last year. Super yeah. cool. All different kinds of versions of... Um, seated athletes, adaptive athletes with different types of limb amputations. There's a a visually impaired division. There's some neurological divisions. So they made it like really inclusive to all kinds of people. And man, there was some inspiring stuff that came out of the adaptive divisions. The one guy deadlifted 500 pounds with one arm. He had a strap on his shoulders and one hand on the bar and deadlifted over 500 pounds. Yeah. Missing. That was, it was like really crazy. It was so cool to see. And uh, those adaptive divisions are at the CrossFit Games now, too. Yeah. So that was super cool. They got to feature all the different ways people dealing with all kinds of situations pursue yeah. elite fitness, which was really inspiring. Yeah. So they make it very inclusive. It's literally called The Open because yeah. it's open to anyone, anywhere with, you know, some equipment and 20 bucks. <laughs> Basically, you can yeah. do The Open. Um, 
And it's kind of like, I look at it like it's the same with our whiteboard, right? Like the scores and numbers on the whiteboard that we write down every day, it doesn't matter, but it's almost like you're just putting your stamp down. Like, this is what I did. And you can be proud of that. And it's kind of like, you're holding yourself accountable to doing something. And I look at the open as the same thing. It's like, who cares what position you end up in if you're not trying to qualify for the games? It's just a way to say like, I did this, I participated. It's like doing a fun run or a charity 5k or whatever, you know, it's just, it's something to participate in to push you to do something you otherwise maybe wouldn't. Mm -hmm. So then in terms of what to expect or like the right mindset, like what's the right mindset to sign up for the open? It's that you are trying to challenge yourself. That's the idea. And you should expect that there will be a thing in a workout that you can't do. They designed that on purpose. Yeah. So they... They always have like kind of a doable part of the workout and then bam, it'll yeah. be like a skill that's a separator that a lot of people can't do. So at the RX level, um, some it's often muscle-ups or it's a heavy squat snatch or it's strict handstand push-ups or something that like people with a high level of fitness, some of them can do those things and some of them will struggle and some of them will not be able to do it at all. Yeah. And then there's a an equivalent version in the skill division. Like maybe it'll ask you to do chest-to-bar pull-ups and you're like, God, I've never done a chest-to-bar pull-up before or you know, a heavier deadlift weight or a heavy power clean. It could be all kinds of things. But so you should expect going yep. into it that you will find things that you can't do. Yep, probably a few. Probably a few. So uh, check your ego at yep. the door, go in um, expecting to be challenged. And then what I like about the open for that reason is it shines a spotlight mm-hmm. on your weaknesses. Is Like if that isn't the theme of CrossFit yeah. <laughs> all the time, um, but because you're doing like an exact version of a workout in sort of a competitive sense, you can't, um, there's no scaling or sort of avoiding a movement that you might otherwise avoid. So yeah. if it comes down to it and it's toes to bar and you're like, oh, I don't have my toes to bar. then I always tell people like, you got to let that frustration be a little burning fire inside you for the rest of the year until the, the open the following year and be like, I'm going to have those toes to bar by next year so that I don't end up in the situation staring at this pull-up bar where I can't get one right yeah. now. So um, it's often very motivating. It's a good source of like, fuel for the fire to train for the following year and actually kind of attack those weaknesses and not avoid them all the time. So it makes you face, yeah, face reality, for sure. which is, it'll be full of awesome moments. There's always things where people are kind of pushed to try something or try a weight they wouldn't normally do and they get it. Like there's so many first pull-ups in the open, first muscle-ups and snatch PRs and stuff. And it's just like, there's something magical about the energy of Mm -hmm. the open that even though it happens in our gym, with our same people that we train with all the time, there's just something about it that yeah. like the energy is a little higher than usual and it gets people to like reach, reach a little deeper mm-hmm. than they normally would. So and it's cool. Cause it's the only sport where you get to actually do what the top level people are doing, right? Yeah. You never get to like go down on the ice at some big arena and try to score on a professional goalie or whatever <laughs> in, in hockey. But you get to do the exact same workout that the highest level people are doing. And you can actually compare yourself to them if you, want to be humbled uh it's it's just a neat idea that everybody should take advantage Mm, it's like yeah like you said it's the only participatory Mm -hmm. spectator sport we get to be armchair enthusiasts but also also do do the same thing that the high level people and in the open the people that are going to qualify for the crossfit games they're doing the same workout that we're we're doing if you do the rx version you're doing the same thing as them so you can kind of like see how far your fitness gets you and then compare to the fittest on earth yeah. and go whoa and like <laughs> it's the, really gives you a better appreciation for the high level yeah. athletes too and they're usually pretty good about the way they program it in that most of the time there's a time cap right so if you can't get through it it's you're done at 15 minutes it's like do this or 15 minutes or it'll be a 12 minute amrap or it'll be whatever mm-hmm. so it's not that 
you know, a guy like Rich Froning does the workout and it takes him five minutes and then like 45 minutes later, you're still going, right? They always, they always make it pretty good and that it's accessible to, to everybody. They only did that once where there was a workout with yeah, no time cap. That was, that was <laughs> it tough. was thrusters and burpees with no time cap. That was a tough year. And <laughs> that was tough. Learn from that one. Like I said, they make little tweaks every year yeah. to make it a little better and, you know, flow a little easier for both the athletes and the affiliates and everything. So I think now we've learned everything has a time cap. If I was a cat, I would have lost three of my lives in that workout. <laughs> it's not your favorite combo. No. Um, they, you know, so Dave Castro does the programming for the open. He always likes to pull a little twist. There's always like a new movement or mm. a new um, way that they've done the workout. So one of them was a, a workout with rest, yeah. right? They've never done prescribed rest before. It had a, The workout had a 12-minute cap but you had to do three rounds of one thing and then you had to rest three minutes on the clock and then continue working. Um, So it's not always like a crazy new movement. Sometimes it's just like a new format Mm -hmm. of the workout. Um, Last year, the new movement was wall walks, which uh, ruined a lot of people's lives, myself included. (laughs) (laughs) That was super challenging. So you, um, in terms of the mindset of going into it, like be prepared to try something or have to be thrown into a new movement that you are not necessarily accustomed to a few four or five years ago it was dumbbell snatches at a very high volume um you know different kinds of things dumbbell thrusters um it's not like it's 90 percent classic crossfit movements and then they'll usually throw like one new thing or something different and Mm -hmm. it's funny to read the comments that people put up when they're asking to guess the workouts and they'll be like, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a one mile run and then a 400 meter swim. And then you're going to have to like kill a person. Like what? Yeah. Like none of those things are going <laughs> to be in there. You can't, it's all in the gym. It's all stuff that you can do within a like small space. And it's normally pretty, pretty standard movement. Mm-hmm. I have um, nerded out and made a chart, which I will post along with this. Um, on all of the movements we've ever seen in the open and how many years have they shown up? So there's like the standards that you can pretty much expect are going to be in there. Um, There's been burpees every single year except for one. There's been wall balls every year except one. Since 2014, there's been rowing every time. Like um, toes to bar, chest to bar, pull-ups. Thrusters, double-unders. Thrusters always. Double-unders often. Um, Handstand push-ups have been pretty standard um, the last like five or six years. So in terms (coughs) of preparing for the Open, you're kind of focusing on like real classic CrossFit movements, the core, the ones we see all the time. Yeah. The workouts are, you know, pretty core classic CrossFit, couplets and triplets, um, occasionally a chipper that they'll throw in there. And it's just going to be a combo that challenges, um, you know, stamina, sort of interference fatigue of like multiple things involving the shoulders or, um, you know, that kind of thing where you just, how much does your muscle stamina and your fitness hold up? It's more of the stuff that we do all the time. It's just that it's programmed for a higher level athlete than we often see in, in a regular CrossFit gym because they have to program it to make it difficult for Velner, right? Mm-hmm. And like that guy can snatch like close to 300 pounds and our strongest athletes are not even close to that. So it's like, you're going to see some crazy stuff, but they generally make it so that you have to earn your way up to those crazy things. Mm-hmm. So then in terms of, if you're like, okay, I'm going to do the open, preparing for the open, um, around this time of year, we always start to sprinkle into the programming repeat open workouts. So you yeah. can get a little sampler platter, a little sense of like, what are these workouts like if, you, if you've never done the open before? Mm-hmm. And then if you're like, okay, if you're thinking ahead, I want to do the open. My recommendation would be when those open workouts come up in our rotation, you pick 
the RX or scaled or foundations version and you do it exactly like you would in the open and kind of just like see how it feels, see what happens and get a sense of like what those workouts are like. Yeah. Um, Also in terms of preparing, you're going to be judged. You're going to have someone not only counting your reps, but evaluating um, that you're upholding the standard. So CrossFit doesn't care if your hips or your ankles are tight. You have to squat with your hips below your knees. You have to squat below parallel and you have to stand all the way up. So I would not like we don't do that all the time, but pay extra close attention to the legitimacy of the range of motion of every one of your reps and also your counting. So that if your counting is sloppy when you're on your own and you're like, every time everyone else does 10, you do eight. Mm -hmm. And then holy shit factor comes the open when someone counts your reps and you're like, why am I 20% slower than everybody else? And you're like, oh, counting wasn't so good all year. So um, don't set yourself up for for a shock really try to get used to moving to the standard. Yeah. I used to always say like, hold yourself to a high standard. It's not a high standard. It's just the standard. The standard. Yeah. Hold yourself to the standard. Do the thing. You don't have to go, you know, above and beyond yeah. something crazy like that, but just get used to working at the standard of all the movements. Mm-hmm. Um, how we're going to do things yeah. in the open. We've also switched things up. Of course. Lots of times and year over year and every year is different. Last year, COVID year and all the restrictions and stuff, we couldn't. Yeah. We like to make it a big community thing. Yeah. Last year we couldn't because we weren't allowed to have more than we were still at the eight people class yeah. limit thing. So last year we just did it in the classes and just partnered people up, which was fun, but it, it lacked that like the mm-hmm. energy and the community involvement that normally makes the open so special. Yeah. So this year we're excited. We can get back to uh, Friday night lights. Yeah. So we'll do heats of the workout on Friday nights. Kind of like a fun way to spend your Friday. What else are you going to do yeah. in February and March? There's nothing to do. <laughs> nothing else fun to do. Uh, so you come fitness with your friends, hang out. You will uh, take the role of both the athlete and the judge. Um, so you get to kind of stick around and hang out and we yeah. can, you know, have we, some beers after or whatever yeah. if we want. We just do the times based on how long the workout is. So if it's a 10 minute workout, you're signed up for a 20 minute heat or 25 minutes. So you have your, you do the workout a little bit of transition time, and then you judge the other person or vice versa. Yeah. So we don't know exactly what the times are until we get the workout, mm-hmm. but it'll be Friday evening. Some of them are like seven minutes, some of yep. them are 20 minutes. So yeah, we make the schedule once we know the workout on Thursday nights. And then our something new yep. we're going to do this year that we thought would be fun. Previous times, our policy has been one and done. Yeah. Unless you're trying to qualify for the next stage of something. So in other years, we have had teams at regionals every year up to 2018 when regionals was done. You know, we've had masters go to the CrossFit games. Um, we had a bunch of masters athletes qualify for the master semifinals last year. Mm-hmm. So if there is nothing on the line for the stage following the CrossFit or the, the open, we've always said, don't waste your time repeating a workout. Yeah. Especially not like three or four times in four days. Um, just to, for the sake of a better score that ultimately doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. I have <laughs> made that mistake in previous years. And then because your regular training take gets just derailed by doing that during the week, um, I've ended up less fit at the end of the open <laughs> because yeah. it would be like an entire week would go by and I'd done nothing but burpees and box jumps or something yeah. and like had only spent my time just hammering myself on a handful of movements. And I think there's something about if you know you can have a second chance at it if you're not happy with what you did you're way more likely to kind of quit and give up on yourself and 
in the real world and like real world testing circumstances, you often don't get a repeat. If you're doing a cross, like a live CrossFit competition, you don't get to be like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm not really happy with that score. I'm going to jump in on the next heat if that's cool. Right. Yeah. It's I'm going like, to do it two days from now. Yeah. You yeah. just have to like give it everything you got and be like, this is where, where I'm at. So in previous years, that's how we did it. And I kind of like that mentality piggybacking on what you're saying of like, if nothing exists for you past the open, treat mm-hmm. it like your own CrossFit totally. games. You've yeah. got one and done. This is your chance to shine. And if it doesn't go as well as you hoped or planned, you kind of let that fire fuel the training for the following year. But yeah. with that said, lots of people do like to have the opportunity to redo. And there are some people that can't make it in on Friday night, yeah. which is unfortunate because that's the fun like community time. Yeah. So this year we are going to do an extra time on Sundays. Um that if you can't make it in on Friday, you have a second option. And this year we are going to give people the option to repeat an open workout. However. However. <laughs> here's the deal. You got to put up or pony up. Boom. You got to put up a better score. Or you got to pony up and make a donation to charity. Because I will tell you from experience, myself and others, I would say about 80% of the time that someone repeats a workout, they do the same or worse. Yeah. So... If that happens, if you're, if something just went totally wrong and you're like, I know I can do better on that workout. Cool. Get a second chance on Sunday. If you do better, good for you. If you do it again and you do the same or worse, you have to donate to a charity. Yeah. So put up or pony up for charity. And uh, here was the additional suggestion from Ian was the wager (laughs) should be, you have to donate to a charity you hate. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was an extra little barb in there that, uh, what seemed like worthwhile. So maybe we'll make that part of the bargain. So you can pick the charity. And if you would like to make it one that you hate so that you're (laughs) motivated to not have to donate to them, do that too. So if you, if you do this the same or worse, you donate, if you do better, you don't have to donate. You can still donate if you want to. to. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We just thought that would be a fun way to, to give people a chance, but then there's like, there's something on the line. Like you got to know you're gonna, you're gonna do better, Mm -hmm. but good way to raise some money and do something cool for others. We'll make it for charity. Yeah. Okay, so registration's open January 13th. Yep. Um, you can sign up all the way until the minute before the first workout is um, has to be submitted. Yeah, like on till the, the Monday. Monday. Yeah. yeah, so the first week, you can even do the first open workout without having officially registered mm-hmm. and then see how it goes <laughs> and then sign up after you've done it. Yeah. I know lots of people do that. Yeah. And they often try to make the first open workout very doable so people are like, okay. You know, yeah, I can and do that. This year was handstand or uh, wall walks and Dubliners, and everybody was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> Forging elite sadness, yeah. laying on the floor in the wall walks. That was the worst. Yeah. I fully dropped myself right on my face. It was terrible. Yeah, and now start. what? We've worked hard and practiced yeah. them all year, and should they come up again, we'll be better prepared. So yeah. everybody hated wall walks, and then we started doing them, and they're like, "Are we going to do these often?" I was like, "Well, here's the deal: if I program them." they're not going to come up in the open. <laughs> but if I don't program them, they're for sure going to come up in the open. So I'm just trying to like wager against the against Castro, I guess. Yeah. So in summary, reasons you should do the open to participate in the community. Yeah. Super to, fun. To challenge yourself, to expose some weaknesses and use that as fuel for the fire for your training in the following year. And yep. also to push yourself to maybe uncover some capabilities you didn't know yeah. were lurking in there. So all of the good positive moments and PRs and fun times. Yeah. And then also to be there and participate for those moments for your gym friends too, because yeah. it's so fun to be yeah. around that and that extra energy. Yeah. We'll do lots of prep work leading up to it. 
Uh, once the registration is open, you just join, you, you book in through CrossFit games.crossfit.com you join our team which will set up once it's open mm-hmm. yep so you join you'll list your affiliate as crossfit brio yep. join our team um yeah so you register on games.crossfit.com anytime after january 13th yeah cool. should be fun looking forward this to is it the first year where i didn't take like a large hiatus leading up to the open <laughs> and then like six weeks out be like oh, i should probably start working out again before the open so Dude, here we go looking this is my year i'm coming for you <laughs> Retired Frazier. Just kidding. He's not retired, is he? I think he's still competing. Frazier? Oh, Frazier. Sorry, I was thinking you said Froning. No. Never mind. I can't take Froning. Yep. I can take Frazier because he's not participating. Okay. Looking forward to it. There we go.